Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Kira's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. We have a very special show tonight. It's going to be emotional. Let me just put it out there. It's going to be an emotional field show today. However, it's definitely an episode that we need to have. We need to have this discussion on Innocent Voices Unsilent tonight. So my guest is truly an honor to have her here tonight. Her name is Kobe Martin, and I'm going to read just a little bit about her, and we're going to dive right into our show. I'm going to issue a disclaimer, okay? This is a very sensitive topic. So if you have small ears, small children near, you may want to um, just use your your personal discretion as a parent to see if this is an appropriate conversation for them to hear, okay? So I'm going to put that out there because we will be talking about a sensitive topic tonight. So without further ado, let me tell you about my guest and we're going to bring her on the stage. So my guest tonight, her name is Kobe Martin. She's a mother. She's an advocate. She is the founder of Innocent Voices Unsilenced. And this is her words, not mine. My daughter was sexually assaulted by someone who we've known, trusted, and loved for over a decade. She has IDD. And due to her disability, she was unable to tell me about the abuse. I have spent my life protecting others and cannot stand silent. I am her voice. So we're going to have our intro of our show, and then we're going to bring her on stage to begin our conversation with the beautiful and amazing Kobe Martin. And I'm going to allow her to tell you of her story. So stay tuned. Welcome to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. We hope that by the end of our show, you're left feeling empowered, motivated, and connected. So come on in the room, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Because you're finally at home at Kiever's Place. Now give it up for our host and producer, Coach Kiever Lernice Murdoch. And welcome back. Welcome back to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. So I want to introduce to you my guest for this evening, Miss Kobe Martin. Hi, Queen. How are you? Hi, I'm well. Thank you so much for asking and thank you so much for having me. How are you? I am blessed. Thank you so much. As I stated earlier, this is a very important topic and a discussion that you and I have had several um, occasions. And I'm just so honored. I'm so honored, Kobe, that you are taking this opportunity to share your story so that we can put a name with a face, if that makes sense, so we can get the message out. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I only gave them just a snippet of who you are. So I want to allow this opportunity, Kobe, for you to just tell us a little bit more about yourself and how how did we get here today? No problem. Um, thank you again for having me. Um, my name is Kobe Martin. Um, the journey that the story that I'll tell is a journey um, that we're still actively involved in. I was a 
teenage mother. I had my daughter when I was 15 years old, um, when she was two years old, and I was just about 17, maybe uh, close to 18. A couple months was to turn 18. And um, I noticed that her development was different. We took her to the doctors and the child psychologist. Basically, they told me that I was young enough to have more children and to give her away to the state because she would be a burden for our families. It was really in that moment that we knew that we had something special. I had no idea that she would grow up to be the beautiful young woman that she is today. But at that moment, we as a family kicked into action and knowing that we needed to protect her and that we were definitely not going to give, give her away. Um, fast forward, she's 29 years old, beautiful young woman. I've spent the last 28 years of my life protecting her from the world. Um, she was diagnosed with IDD, intellectual developmental delays, um, formerly known as MR, mental retardation. Um, and she has the mind of a, of a child, a four or five year old child. She does not read or write. She still needs assistance with her daily needs. She has a speech impediment, so she's rather shy. She loves to dance, but she's a rather shy um, young lady. Um, Back in November of 2020, something just didn't sit right with me. Um, we had a loved one living with us. He had been living with us for the last few months, kind of reached out, didn't have anywhere to go. And of course, we've always given him somewhere to live. He was loved, trusted. Um, we've taught her to love and trust him as well. Um, was out one night and couldn't party, couldn't do anything. The only thing I could do was come home. And when I came home, uh, something in my spirit, something in my gut says something's not right. So uh, if we fast forward somewhat, I picked up his phone, which was a thing that I normally would never do. You don't invade someone's privacy, but something said do it. He had been so forthcoming. You know, here's my passcode. You may look at my phone, you know, just anything to uh, make me more trusting of him. Went through the phone, didn't find anything, nothing suspicious. So again, I ignored it. Well, something said, look again. And the second time I looked, I scrolled through the bottom of the phone, kind of looked at the pictures and there was a file there that said recently deleted files. And in those recently deleted files, I discovered a video recording of him and my daughter. And it was him assault, sexually assaulting my daughter. The assault took place on my bedroom floor. Um, the, the recording was taken at nine o'clock in the morning. There were other people at home during the attack. They were sleeping. I was at, away at an, an appointment. So he was very bold. Um, he even had the audacity to uh, call me while I was at this appointment, FaceTime me to make sure that I wouldn't turn around or that I wasn't close. Um, when I approached the defendant with, with the phone, of course, I woke him up out of his sleep asking him, you know, what is this? You know, what's going on? You, you did this to my daughter. And of course he denied it. The defendant jumped out the window and ran. I have not seen him since. Yeah. But the fight didn't stop there. Yeah. We were, we were determined as a family to try to get some kind of justice. We worked with police, police were notified, charges were filed. 
A warrant was issued for his arrest. He's charged with aggravated sexual assault against a disabled person. Um, but we couldn't find him. You know, we, we got a tip from one of his associates who said he may be in California. We um, worked with a fugitive recovery agent in Los Angeles, California, who basically told me, I don't normally do these type of things. The only type of things he does is he finds fugitives who have jumped bail. So for him to locate someone that was actually on the run with an outstanding warrant, that that's not something that he normally does. But the agent told me um, he was taking this personally, that he was a father of daughters and that he, you know, his heart went out to my family and what we were trying to do. So, Kobe, let me. So this was a loved one. Was it a significant other? Was it um, a family member? How, How was this other person related to you? ex-boyfriend ex-boyfriend so as a mother i can just imagine how you must have felt um yeah that has to be um very heavy can you describe before we go into how the defendant was apprehended but can you describe from a maternal perspective how you felt in that moment knowing that you introduced that individual into your daughter's life so can you explain to us how that must have felt for you you know what Kiva, it's kind of hard to put that into words because it's a pain and a hurt that's almost indescribable. Um, I can't imagine for any parent to find a video recording of their child being assaulted, and especially a special needs child who you know can be manipulated or doesn't quite have a voice to speak up to tell you what's going on. Um, I I really have fought back and forth over the last few months with my own guilt, because this is someone that we taught her to trust. Um, This is someone that we brought into our home. We spent all these years protecting her from the world, knowing that her day-to-day activities made her vulnerable, vulnerable because of her disability. And here it is, I allowed someone into our home and the real threat and danger walked the halls. And so um, the level of guilt is is hard. It's hard to deal with. Um, you know, you have to just keep telling yourself that there was nothing that I could have done to stop this. And that's um, why I wanted to ask you that, because I wanted to see where your headspace was at that moment. And Queen, I just want to just release you from that guilt because as a parent we of course have our children's best interests at heart whether they are little or adult special needs or not and there is no way that i feel as if you would have on purpose placed your child into any harm's way so i just want to just release you of that guilt and to let you know that it was not your fault at all Thank you. Thank you. And and mental health is so important. Um, my entire family, um, we are in therapy. And so we have excellent therapists who constantly tell me over and over and over again that it's not my fault. And those words, they, they, they hold value. 
But at the same time, I had to forgive myself. Yeah. And that, that's been hard. Yeah. And I would just imagine that that's probably going to be an everyday process, but just take it a day at a time. I mean, that's that's really all you can do is just take it one day at a time. So I know that you said that when you confronted the individual, he jumped out of the window and fled. Now you are in Texas, correct? Houston, Texas. Yes, ma'am. So he literally jumps States from Texas to California. So I I know that you were going into how this process of apprehending him was um, coming about. So tell us a little bit more about how um, we ended up in Texas to California and how that whole process transpired. Right. At, at, well, he, he went to um, start a new life, basically, with a brother that he that um, a half brother that lives in California. Um, even though I have been a part of this family and knowing this family for the last decade, this was someone that I really didn't know, someone that I met later after their biological father had died. Um, so I had no idea. All I had was a first name and a cell phone number um, and Google. Uh, I reached out to HPD, um, provided them the telephone number and the first name, and the detective responded with a last name and a city. So there was a start. It was a city that wasn't too far from Los Angeles. Got on the phone with family, my sister and my brother-in-law, and we brainstormed trying to figure out how can we find them. I felt hopeless. I felt defeated. Um, I felt like that there was no way I was going to get the defendant back to Texas now. He was living under an assumed identity. Um, His family and friends helped him to um, obtain false identification and put him on the bus to California. So I I really felt like it was over, that there there will never be justice for my daughter. There will never be justice for us. There will never be closure. And luckily, and with divinity, we were able to find the recovery agent that committed to finding him. Um, He told me that he he took it personally and that if he didn't get him today, he would have him by tomorrow. And he literally guaranteed me that. And um, he held up his his word. He, He stuck to his word. Um, Once we, once I provided him with the name and the number the city and state where we thought he was, the recovery agent went into investigation mode. And, and and after we talked and he pulled up the locations that were associated with the name and number, one of the locations um, he actually used to live in. So he was very familiar with the area, knew the neighbors. So he went there. He showed the picture around to the neighbors and the neighbors like, yeah, we were with him last night. He's in there. And, you know, and, and when the recovery agent told me that my heart dropped, you know, I was like, what now? You know, how do we get him out of there? Um, we couldn't forcibly enter the building. Um, he actually couldn't go in at all. So we had to find a way to get him out of there. The defendant needed some cash. He needed money. And so the person who actually tipped me 
actually um, agreed to pretend to send him money through Walmart, which will require him to actually go to the building versus a cash app where he could get it electronically. The recovery agent and his partner arrived to Walmart a little earlier than the defendant or the suspect, and they worked with Walmart customer service, showed him their his picture, and um, told them what was going on. So when the defendant went to the counter to pick up this money uh, transfer, he was told that the computers were down and he needed to hold tight. And he was holding tight because the sheriffs were setting up outside. They had helicopters, dogs, um, cruisers at uh, police cars at every entrance and exit. And I had a personal guarantee from the Orange County Sheriff's Department that he wouldn't get out of that building. Texas extradited him back once he was arrested. He came in on a Saturday morning, saw a magistrate judge at four o'clock in the morning who failed to read the case and still granted the defendant a bond amount of $75,000. So a person that has an extensive background, criminal history, was also a fugitive that Texas taxpayer dollars paid to extradite via airplane back to Houston. And, but yet you still grant the det this defendant the opportunity to make bail? Mm. Why would you give a fugitive a bail? Wow. So let's talk about the time frame. So the incident occurred in what month? November. Um, November of 2020. Yes. And he was apprehended when? January. January. Mm -hmm. So... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no. I'm, I apologize. He was apprehended in December, right before Christmas, and he was extradited back to Houston in January. Well, that's amazing that he was apprehended in such a short period of time, being that he jumped um, states. That's talking about divine intervention. Yes, and I and I and, and Kiefer, when I say none of this is me, it, it's all divine. Everything fell into place. Um, everything was basically set in my lap to get uh, to capture him, to get to capture him and to bring forward what he had done. You know, we were kind of in the in the blind. We had no idea. I didn't notice any differences in my daughter. I did notice differences in him, though. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's a very important point to make. You know, I think that sometimes we overlook the subtle signs. Individually, yeah. the red flags mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You are exactly right. We have a couple of comments. See, Todd Wooten, nothing you could have done. Well, Todd, we are not here for negative thinking. So I'm not exactly sure exactly what you mean by this comment. But if it's not a comment of support, then you can just keep that. Okay. But and, and, thank and you. you know, I, I expect those type of comments from people because it is such an extraordinary story 
of betrayal and heartbreak. And one would think with all the things that go on in the media, with all the quote unquote bad parents out here and the people that are actually harming their children, I can understand why people ask those type of questions. And no, there was absolutely nothing I could have done. We had no idea. And again, this person was trusted and loved for over a decade and never was there one sign or clue of anything of, of of this evil and callous nature. Well, I just I just commend you for that because being a victim of sexual assault and abuse, my comment to that is how dare you? How dare you? Until you can stand in somebody else's foot in somebody else's shoes in someone else's experience that have endured, then you have no room to offer a comment that is so callous and so um, just ins insensitive because you have not been there. And until you have gone through situations such as this, you have no idea what you would do. There's a lot of things that has transpired in my life where I would have said, you know what? I would have never done this. I would have never allowed this. But guess what? You really don't know what you would do in a situation like that until you are faced with this scenario, which I pray, Todd, that you are never in this situation because trust me, you have no idea what you would do until you're in that. So I do not welcome insensitive comments such as this, especially when we are standing here in your truth, in my truth, bringing awareness. So no, I will not stand for that at all period okay todd okay but eric says we stand with you and love y'all thank you so much thank you so much for that which brings me to my next point um i know that this is an ongoing case and because it's so fresh it just recently occurred um what's the next step because you just made us aware that he was offered bail. So is he still out? Well, he's actually still incarcerated. He's still being okay. held. No one has bonded him out yet. Um, so he is still there. And we're, the court case is just being rescheduled with all the things in COVID. No, no one's allowed in the courtroom. And so they've kind of pushed it out to the end of the summer. I think it's uh, end of June when we go back to court. Okay, gotcha. So he was offered bail, but he must didn't have the funds to get out. Understood, understood. So, and of course, this is a perfect platform for your organization, Innocent Voices Unsilenced. So I know that um, I just want you to articulate why this was so important, which probably seemed like a silly question, but I just want you to articulate why this particular platform is so important to you. Yeah, you know, it's important to me because due to my daughter's disability, she was unable to tell me about the abuse. Um, had we not found the video recording, we would have been in a situation that I have found hundreds of thousands of families being in this situation. The problem is, is that disabled um, persons are being targeted because they predators think that they're easy, easy prey. Prosecutors don't even like taking these cases because of the victim's inability to testify. 
Um, so with my daughter, she's unable to gauge time or dates or even seasons of the year, you know, so for her to have to stand on or sit on a stand and answer questions about what happened to her, I don't believe she would have been able to do that. Um, and I found it so odd that with 15% of the world's population of being disabled, and but yet and still they're being sexually assaulted at a rate seven times higher than any other person. And no one's talking about it. No one's making a big deal. No one's up in arms. You know, well, I'm up in arms. Um, even though she doesn't, she didn't have a voice and she wasn't able to tell me. I know that there are hundreds, if not thousands, millions of people who are quietly sitting in silence and this silent epidemic is affecting us all. You know, you, you think about disabled persons and their caregivers or whatever the situation is. Um, so who are actually scared to speak up or who think they there won't be any justice. Enough is enough. Mm, there, there must be something that we can do to change this whole process because you just hit the nail right on the head because they cannot speak up for themselves, the justice system fails them, fails them, fails them mightily because they are not the ideal witness. So it has to be something that we can do, um, which brings me to my next point. Um, we are going to partner with you. And when I mean we, Keeper's Place to Keeper Murder Show and Podcast, we'll be partnering with you in an upcoming forum on June the, uh, I think it's the 26th. Let me pop that up on the screen right quick so we can make sure we have the dates correct. Because we want to invite as many people on this forum as possible so that we can initiate the conversations. How can we start to get these penal laws changed so that these innocent voices do not have to be silenced anymore? So if you are interested in working alongside us, we invite you to join us on June the 26th. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, which is 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Innocent Voices Unsilenced. And we are going to have a candid and open and honest conversation. As you can see, we already have some special guests lined up, Dr. Vanessa Dunn-Guyton, who is a sexual assault advocate and specialist, will be joining us, um, Lance Adams who is a self-defense instructor, because it's very important that we teach our vulnerable adults how to protect themselves in situations like this. We will be having Arnette Thomas Fletcher, who is a child advocate on this panel as well, and Tor White, who is a recovery coach and mental health specialist. So we invite you to definitely log on to Zoom, uh, excuse me, Eventbrite, for ticket inf information and you can on Eventbrite, you can just look up Innocent Voices Unsilenced and it will bring you to this forum. This forum is absolutely free. It's absolutely free. It's an opportunity for us to engage in conversation and also find out, okay, what's our next step? 
Um, I personally take this personal. Kobe and I have have been in conversation. I have um, mentally disabled people on my father's side of the family who could very easily be in this situation who cannot speak up for themselves. So if you would like to get involved in this particular movement, we invite you to join us on this forum, June the 26th. I'm gonna pop it up one more time. June the 26th, and I'm gonna put it up with the white background so that you can really see it. June the 26th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And again, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we would definitely um, uh, welcome the conversation so that we can see exactly what what's our next step. What do we need to do to get these laws changed so that our loved ones' voices can be heard? They deserve that. They deserve that. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And thank you so much, Keeper. I really appreciate you providing this platform for us to share our story and basically or or to help others as well. Um, this is not an easy topic. This is not an easy subject. I, I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I felt as if I had failed as a mother, um, as a parent. Um, as a friend, you know, my daughter is one of my best friends. And even though her cognitive abilities is not that of a normal 29 year old woman, she is still my everything. We love her to death. So giving us this platform to hopefully bring um, awareness around this topic that no one is talking about. Um, let's let's stand together and, and get the penal codes changed. We want to get the punishments enhanced for these type of crimes to maybe if we can hinder some of this from going on. Um, and, and we kind of want to change the, the social idea behind sexual assault, period. You know, we automatically blame the victims. We don't believe them. And, and can you imagine how much more difficult it is or harder to believe a person that can't speak? Exactly. 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 Yeah. I just commend your strength, Queen. I think you are definitely a strong individual. I um, pray blessings over you, your daughter, your family's life, and also strength, because I know that the next few months through this entire trial and all of that is probably going to weigh heavily and it's probably going to drain you from just just the fight of it all. But I just want you to know that you're not alone. We are here for you. Um, we are here to definitely lend our resources you know, as much as we can, but also to just provide a platform to educate, to spread awareness so that a situation like this does not continue. The cycle does not continue. At some point it has to be broken. So why not start here and why not start today? So I just want to just thank you. I thank you for, for your transparency and your strength. Thank you. Thank you for having me as well. I'm looking forward to our panel in June also. Um, this is, I, I hate that I have to be here under these circumstances. 
However, I feel honored and humbled to possibly be a person or a champion, an advocate, a voice for those who feel like they're voiceless. Exactly, exactly. I will leave. Well, let's well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break because I know and I didn't want to take a break during the show because I really wanted all of this information to just go across. So I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and people and just let the viewers know exactly how to get in contact with you. Okay. So don't go anywhere. You guys, we still have a little more left um, with Miss Kobe Martin. And if anybody has any quick questions um, that you would like to ask Kobe, I will allow just a little time for that as well. So if you have any questions for her, you can definitely ask that um, right after our break. Uh, otherwise, we will end the show with her letting us know how to get in contact with her. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a natural boutique? Then look no more. Kiever's the natural choice boutique and gift shop located in Camden, South Carolina. We have all natural products ranging from deodorants, natural soaps, natural hair and skincare products, and everything that you need. But wait, there's more. At Kiever's, you can also get women apparel, handbags, women's shoes, and jewelry. Visit us today at Keepers, the natural choice, boutique, and gift shop. And be sure to follow us at Keepers Boutique and visit us in person at 2639 Suite D, Broad Street, Camden, South Carolina, or visit our website at www.keeversboutique.com. Hey everyone, this is Kiasha Hill, Transformational Life Coach and author of 30 Days of Different Ways to Love Me. You're currently watching Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. Please stay tuned. So much more to come. Welcome to Inner Peace and Serenity with your host, speaker, coach, facilitator, Jeannie Muhammad. Join us every first Thursday of the month, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we talk everything self-improvement. So take back your pen, take back your life right here on Kiva's Place. And welcome back to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and podcast. If you are just joining us, we are um, we have in our studio Miss Kobe Martin uh, in our virtual studio, Miss Kobe Martin, and she was just sharing with us her experience 
with her um, disabled daughter who's just recently undergone sexual assault. So we're going to bring her back to the stage and I want to just um, leave with you all her contact information if you would like to get in contact with her or if, if you have any direct questions for her. So Queen, I know that if they were wanting to get in contact with you, they can reach you on your Facebook page at Innocent Voices Unsilenced. Yes. And we also have a website here, IVU, which stands for Innocent Voices Unsilenced. IVU, excuse me, IVUnsilenced.wixsite.com forward slash website. Again, that's IVUnsilenced.wixsite.com forward slash website. So you can definitely find out more information about her foundation right there on her website or feel free to reach out to her on her Facebook page. Queen, I'm going to allow you this opportunity. Well, thank you once again, first of all, thank you once again for just um, coming on to our platform and just sharing your story and like I said, we are definitely going to be here to support you any way that we can. I will pop on the screen for those who are just joining us about our upcoming forum, which will be on June the 26th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And that's 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It, it's an absolutely free forum. So you can definitely come on and we're going to have an open and honest conversation about this particular topic and how we can move forward as a community. Any final words that you would like to leave with our viewers, maybe something you wanted to say, probably didn't have time to say, or a word of advice or wisdom that you would like to leave with our audience tonight? There, there are so many things that I can say, but to wrap it up, um, Innocent Voices on Silence, um, we will stand for you. We will stand with you. you your voice will be heard here. Um, we want you to know that it is not your fault. Um, you are you are loved and we believe you and believe in you. Um, there's no reason for you to sit in silence and believe that you're alone. With this type of platform, the resources that we want to offer, we're asking for community support to bring awareness around a topic that no one is talking about. This is a silent epidemic and it's affecting affecting us all. Whether it hits you today or it hits you home, one in four persons have experienced some type of sexual assault. You know someone that has experienced it. So thank you again for standing with us. For more information, um, please follow us on social media, IBU, I'm sorry, Innocent Voices Unsilenced on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. They're all the same, Innocent Voices Unsilenced. Thank you, Miss Colby, for just joining us tonight. I greatly honor you and your strength and your transparency. So thank you again. It's truly been my honor to have you tonight. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me, Keeper. Awesome. Awesome show. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We definitely appreciate you. And we... 
we cannot watch the show and do nothing. You cannot watch the show and do nothing. So I want to encourage you to definitely tag someone and share this broadcast tonight because this topic is so important and we need to make sure that we are getting the message out to lend voices to those who cannot speak on their own behalf. So I'm asking you to share, tag, um, send this to, you know, news networks within your own circle, resources. We are asking for you guys to just help us to be able to spread this message to the masses, okay? We would greatly appreciate your support. Um, you can definitely join us. Go to Eventbrite. Go to Eventbrite and you can search Innocent Voices Unsilenced to join us on this forum, which is going to be on June the 26th. We will greatly appreciate your um, involvement. Join us tomorrow night as we will be having another special edition show, not as heavy, but another special edition show nonetheless, where I will have in our virtual studio, Ms. Doreen Reed, and she and I will be talking about another event that we are collaborating on as well. So definitely come right back here to keep this place to keep your Murdoch show and podcast tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are also having our, um, on May the 8th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are collaborating with another amazing queen, Tor White, for the Power of You virtual conference that will be uh, via Zoom. And again, you can find all of the ticket information on Eventbrite. So just search the Power of You virtual conference and you can definitely find ticket information there. Tickets are still um, on sale and being sold so you can definitely be a part of this wonderful event. And if you would like to support us you can visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Kiva's place forward slash support so that we can continue to bring you relevant content if information, resources, education, so that we we can continue to serve you. So in order for us to do that, we would we would highly solicit your support. So thank you so much for those who have already supported us. And we just um, ask the community. So definitely um, support us so that we can continue to be on the air and continue to keep this platform moving forward. So I hope you have definitely enjoyed our show tonight. We greatly appreciate you. So again, join us back here tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to say a special thank you to my guest, Ms. Kobe Martin, for being in our virtual studio tonight. She has truly been a blessing. And again, reach out to her with any information, or if you have a story to tell as well, I'm sure that she would welcome to hear from you as well. So thank you again. We love you guys. And until tomorrow night, y'all take care of yourself and each other. God bless. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place Booking. And watch us on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide.